Welcome to Binge Breakthrough, the podcast designed to help you finally break through the barriers that keep you stuck feeling out of control around food. I'm Master Certified Coach Jane Pilger, and I want you to know that no matter how long you've been struggling or what you've tried, food freedom is possible, and I'm here to show you how. After years of therapy, eating disorders treatment, restrictive diets, and reading all the books, I was still stuck in the on-again, off-again cycle of restricting and binging until I was able to see it all from a new perspective that changed everything. Each week, I will share the strategies, tools, and mindset that allowed me to overcome my decades-long battle with binge eating. Your journey to body trust starts now. Let's dive in. Hello, trusted listener. Welcome to Binge Breakthrough. I consider you a trusted listener because I trust that you are here for a reason. I trust that you are listening to this episode of this podcast on this day because you are going to hear something that you can apply to your own journey with food. I trust that you are going to hear something today that is insightful or impactful for your journey, and that you just might have your own breakthrough today. So as I am recording this podcast, I'm preparing to go on a trip, and I am going to be competing in a race that I never thought would be possible for me. Over the last couple of episodes, I've talked about my journey to becoming an athlete. I've talked about the role of food in my athletic pursuits. And today, I'm going to reflect on many of the things that I used to believe I could never do and how I was able to shift into the reality that anything is possible. So if you ever find yourself thinking, I could never do that, I want you to open up and to listen to this episode with curiosity and to think for yourself, what are the things that I think I could never do? Because we all have things we believe we could never do, but I really want to get curious about it. Is that really true? So this episode is going to give you some real world stories and also provide you with some great questions that you can ask yourself to see if you might be keeping yourself stuck and not believing in what is truly possible for you if you want it. So here are some examples of things that I used to believe I could never do. There's there's this hill, a pretty significant hill where I live. And I can remember when we first moved here, I can remember seeing people riding their bikes up this hill. It's, it is a pretty significant grade. It's pretty long, probably five, a good five mile hill. And I would see people riding up this hill. And I remember thinking, I could never do that. And then one day, years, many years later, I can remember very clearly the very first time I rode my bike up that hill and thinking, wow. I used to think I could never do this. And here I am riding my bike up this hill. Yes, I had to stop a couple of times to rest to get there. But 
I rode up that hill. Then, not too long later, I remember seeing somebody running up that same hill. And I remember thinking, I could never do that. Okay, sure, I can ride my bike up it now, but running up it? No way, I could never do that. And probably a few years later, I found myself running up that hill and thinking, wow, look at this. I never thought I could do this. And here I am running up this hill, preparing for a marathon that has a very similar hill in it. Here are other things I never thought I could do. Never thought I could run a marathon. Do an Ironman. Qualify for Team USA to be able to wear the same kit, the same uniform that they wear in the Olympics with my last name on my butt. To qualify for the World Championships in the Half Ironman distance. To qualify for the World Championships at the Ironman distance. There's also a lot of things in the food realm I thought I could never do, like keeping granola or boxes of cereal in the house and not eating it. Keeping my favorite cookies, chocolate, ice cream in the house and not eating all of it. Having ice cream in the freezer for so long, it gets freezer burned. Having cookies in the pantry for so long that they get stale. Forgetting I have food in my purse. So here's what's important with all of this. When we think about things, it's like, I could never do that. My question for you, when you start thinking about what are the things I think I could never do, I would love for you to distinguish what do you want to do? Here's a dis- something you can look at for distinguishing for yourself. You could look at I could never versus I would never do that. So if you think I could never keep cookies in the house, it implies that that is not possible for you. It keeps the door closed. Like, nope, I could never do that. It's like, that's not even a possibility. But if we say I would never do that, oftentimes, not always, but oftentimes it implies you wouldn't want to. Like I might think, uh, I would never go outside when it is in the 30 something degrees outside without shoes on. I just would never do that. I mean, I probably could, but I don't want to. So I would never. So that's something to just kind of play around with for yourself. The language, the words, I could never versus I would never. When we say I could never do that, we're closing the door on the possibility. It doesn't allow you to be open or curious about what it might take. So let's think about this. What are the things that you want to do, but don't think are possible for you? It starts with a question, could it be possible? I think about myself and I think about that journey to triathlon. Like that very first question was like, ah, I want to do that. Now, I didn't close the door and I didn't think, oh, I couldn't do that. I, I could never do that. I just thought, wow, is that possible for me? So 
ask yourself this question. What is something you want to do, even if you don't think it's possible? The next thing is to find someone who believes what you might not yet believe for yourself. So I remember for myself, when I first had the glimpse of, I wonder, I wonder if I could qualify for the 70.3 Ironman World Championships. So this is the the half Ironman distance world championships. The first time it entered my mind as a possibility, I thought, wow, that would be amazing. This was in, uh, I believe it was in 2018 that I first had the thought. I wanted to qualify in 2019. Actually, it was the it was the beginning of 2019, and I wanted to qualify that year for the half Ironman World Championships that were going to be held in 2020 in New Zealand. And I thought, oh, I would love to go to New Zealand. I would love to qualify for the World Championships, but I don't know if it's possible. So I asked my triathlon coach, do you think I could qualify? I was full of doubt and uncertainty, but there was also this expansiveness and this like, wow, that would be so amazing. But his belief was unwavering. I wasn't sure but I believed that it might be possible. And I thought, all right, it might take a while. It might take several tries, but I was going to pursue it. And then I qualified on my first attempt. It was incredible. Now, some other items seemed huge or insurmountable, like Hawaii, the Ironman World Championships in Kona. That seemed huge. But other possibilities, things that I wanted to do, but I wasn't quite sure were possible, they were just seeds, seeds that were planting. Then the possibility grew and doors opened and I just kept going through them. So I did my first Ironman. I shared this a couple of episodes ago when I shared my journey to becoming an an athlete, my whole athletic journey, including my triathlon uh, journey that I've been on for the past 20 years. And I did my first Ironman 10 years after I started the sport of triathlon in 2012. And that was a huge accomplishment. And I thought, yeah, that's good. I'm good at the Ironman distance. I had a great day. But then we decided to do another one six years later. And while training for that Ironman in 2018, a seed was planted that I would love to go to the Ironman World Championships in Kona. But I really did not think it was possible. However, I thought it would be incredible, amazing, like beyond anything I could imagine for myself. But I really, there was just this seed that was planted. And in 2021, I did Ironman Coeur And at that race, there were some extra slots available to qualify for the World Championships in Kona. And there were extra slots because there were several race cancellations earlier because of the pandemic. And so I thought, you know what? If I am ever going to qualify, this would be my chance. I knew it could be possible, but I was still going to have to have a really good race. It was 107 degrees that year, record-breaking heat. And I struggled a lot out there, but I knew that every one of us out there on the course was struggling. The Ironman slogan is anything is possible. And I kept repeating this mantra to myself over and over. 
And at the end of that race, I discovered that I had finished seventh in my age group and I qualified for Hawaii. And I burst into tears. This goal that I initially thought was impossible had been accomplished. Now with the pandemic, it was going to be over a year before I went to Hawaii to compete in that world championships. And that experience was beyond anything I ever could have imagined for myself. This year in 2023, I was able to qualify again at the same race in a similar fashion, minus the 107 degrees, by repeating to myself, anything is possible. Even through those moments that were hard, where I felt like this isn't going to happen, I just kept repeating anything is possible. It's how I got myself to the finish line and through those difficult moments. So this race, this world championship race in Hawaii, it's right around the corner. It's taking place on October 14th. And this year, I know a lot of people who are going to be there. And I'm so thrilled and excited to get out there and to see what is possible. I'm holding this vision for myself to be in pure gratitude, connection, and joy while I race alongside some of the fastest women in the world. This year, the world championship in Kona, it's going to be different. It's going to be women only. The first time they have had a race in the Ironman community that is 100% women. And I look forward to participating in a day that is completely dedicated to women in the sport of triathlon. So for yourself, what do you want for yourself? What do you want to do that you aren't sure is possible? It might be related to athletics. It might not. It might be related to food. What do you want for yourself? It might be something else. Do you have another vision for yourself? Maybe it's related to another goal, another pursuit, something else that intrigues you, that lights you up, but you just aren't sure it's possible? Is there something you have been holding yourself back from thinking, I could never do that, but you know you actually really want to? Open that door for yourself. When you say, I could never, you keep the door closed. So how can we open the door? The way that we open the door is you start to cast a vision. What would it look like? Even if I can't see it, get curious, open up to the possibility. What might it look like? Even if I don't know how to get there, can I start to picture myself in that place? Can I start to just open up to the possibility it might be possible for me? opening up that possibility, putting your brain to work on it. Here's what's incredible about the brain. The brain does not know the difference between a visualization and the real thing. This is why so many of the top athletic performers, the uh, top performers, whether it is um, on any performers on stage, they do a lot. They spend a lot of time visualizing their performances because your brain does not know the difference between a visualization and the real thing. So if there is something you want for yourself, 
in any area of life, especially as it relates to food. Start to picture it for yourself. If you can't picture something new for yourself, you are going to repeat what you have always gotten. That's the only thing the brain knows. So we need to create a new image, a new vision for ourselves. What might it look like? What is one step, one T90 step that I can take toward that possibility? Maybe it is for me with, um, with Hawaii. It was, maybe it was getting a coach. Maybe it was starting to look at what it might take. Maybe it was starting to follow people who had their own journey to get to Kona, reading other inspirational stories of people who accomplished that for themselves. What is one small step that you can take towards that possibility of something that you want for yourself, even if you aren't sure that it's possible? I still have areas in my own life where I notice myself thinking that I could never do that. But then I realize these are things I really want for myself. I just don't think they're possible or I'm not sure if it's possible. So then I notice and I see, of course, of course, I think that it's going to be challenging. It's going to take energy. It might involve some discomfort. So of course, my brain doesn't want me to do that. My brain wants me to seek comfort, avoid pain, and use as little energy as possible. Well, achieving big things, achieving goals, doing things that we aren't even sure are possible are going to go against that. So of course, my brain is going to fight me on that. It's going to take time. It's going to take energy. It's going to take discomfort to get there. One of my favorite quotes is discomfort is the currency of your dreams. Yes, it will take discomfort, but that's how we achieve our dreams. Think for yourself. Think about anything that you have achieved that has been a big goal of yours that maybe you once dreamed about for yourself. Was there discomfort involved? I'm going to guess yes. It's through the discomfort that we grow. It's through the discomfort that we get to our dreams. We don't just get it by hanging out on the couch, by hanging out doing the same things we've always done. We have to be able to cast a vision for ourselves, to see ourselves in this new possibility, and to be willing to go through the discomfort that is required to get to where we want to go. And in doing that, if we can see through that discomfort, this is it. This is the part where I grow. This is what gets me to that place. I cannot tell you how many times in a workout, if I'm going through something really hard, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to get it done or it feels hard and my brain just wants to stop. I think this is it. This is where I get stronger. Right now, what I am doing right now is preparing me for those challenging moments in Hawaii. I know when I'm in Hawaii, there are going to be moments that are hard. My brain is going to want to stop. I am going to want to give up. So when I have those moments now and I can I can be with them, I can be with myself through them and encourage myself through it, I get stronger now and I bring a stronger version of me to Hawaii. It is that discomfort that gets me to where I want to go. And guess what? Even if I don't ever get there, if I don't ever get to where I'm visualizing, what, what I'm visualizing for myself 
Is it worth it for me even if I don't get to that place? For me, the answer is yes. Because achieving there, whatever there is, whatever that goal is, that thing that you really want to do, that really isn't the goal. The goal is who we are going to become along the way. What we are going to think about ourselves, how we are going to feel about ourselves. It's who we become through this journey, through the process. That's really the goal. Yes, it's fun to do these things we never thought could be possible for us. Going to Hawaii, competing in the world championships is like unbelievable. But what's really unbelievable is who I have become to get to the place where I can be a person who goes to the world championships. This version of me is so much more connected, confident, and grounded in myself than the person who was afraid of certain foods, who was binging in secret, who was hiding and shutting down when things got hard, who did not want any sort of discomfort, any sort of uncertainty, who was trying to control everything. That's the person that I used to be. So what's more important to me and what's the most valuable is looking at who I have become through this journey. And the more that I do this, the more that I become connected, confident, and grounded in myself, the more I ask myself, what else? What else could be possible? What else do I want to do? What else sounds amazing? What do I want to do, but I'm not sure it's possible? How can I start casting that vision, taking one small step towards that? I don't have to know how. I don't have to know the timing. I don't have to know any of that. But if I can just hold this vision for myself and start taking little tiny steps towards there, towards that place, start surrounding myself with other people who believe in the possibility even more than I do, that is where it gets really fun and really exciting. And yeah, it can be challenging. There can be discomfort, but it's all worth it because of who you become along the way. So next week, I'm going to talk about how I prepare for big events, for long events. There's a lot of preparation that goes into this, not only the race, but also being gone, the travel, all of the considerations there. I think there's some great insights that you might be able to take away for yourself. So be sure to tune in next week and I'll see you then. Thank you for listening to Binge Breakthrough. If you want to understand why you feel out of control with food sometimes, I've created just the thing for you. Discover the number one reason why and get three things you can do today. Visit bingebreakthrough.com forward slash quiz and you'll have your answer and your next steps within minutes. That's bingebreakthrough.com forward slash quiz.